Yeah! You know what, Slee? What do you got? You know what we're going to do tomorrow, is it, Emily? I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're going to make our picks against the spread, right? You're going to yeah. pick four games. I'm gonna, we're going to pick the same games, and we're going to rank them. little confidence point game, but little twist. We're going to have a listener join us every week. So we're going to keep a running total for Alan Sliwa. Okay. We're going to keep a running total for Travis Rogers. And then a running total for, for listeners. For guests. Okay. For the, right, our, our listener guests. We're going to get a new person every week to week. come in. Okay. We'll put you on, and you get to pick games against the spread and contribute to the guest total. Okay. I uh, already know that I'm going to dominate. This There's a few things I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. Picking the spread is typically what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's your deal? I'm out in Vegas, make a couple of bets, get out of there, and come back. So if you want to participate in that, you can send me a tweet. You can send Al a tweet and put throw your name in the hat. So they're and we'll throwing to do that. any five games. So no, Emily's going to pick the games. Okay, five yeah. games, and then we'll we'll let them Yeah, we'll, we'll have the Rams in there every week. We'll have mm-hmm. the Raiders in there every week, and then we'll pick three other great games okay. uh, along good. the way, and that's how we're going to do it. So if you want to participate, go ahead and send me that uh, on, via Twitter. And here's the other thing, Al, unless you, 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 you're welcome to participate here. We need a name for the segment. We need a name for the Pick'em segment that's not the Pick'em segment. Mm-hmm. So if you want to throw that out on Twitter, too, okay. give us Travis some suggestions. and Sliwa and Travis or whatever it wants to be, we can do that as well. Bonus Ask Slee time. Are you ready for that? Sure. <laughs> sure. I wish everybody could see your face for that. Does Slee say, I love what I do, so I've never worked a single day in my life? Hashtag Ask Slee. I don't say that. That's not your deal? Because no. it's not true or because you don't say it? I just don't say it. All right. Like, I, I get it. By the way, anything you do and you could love, we obviously both are always excited to grab a microphone and talk freaking sports. Well, you know why? Because real work scares me. Well, like, like imagine having to do real work. I couldn't do it. I, I admire the hell out of everybody that does. I can't. Here's the thing. I will say this. It also has something to do with the fact that at the end of the day, you know, you're going to pile on x amount of hours and you're going to get to work so you can enjoy what you're doing but still kind of have the mix in of you handle it as never worked a day in my life all right so take me through your completely misplaced and ridiculous there's no there's nothing for the college football scene here in la okay last i checked last i checked Uh the ap top 25 came out the coaches poll came out oh what do we have here (laughs) is it the usc trojans Sitting at number 14? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Who's right after them? Number 16, the UCLA Bruins? So let me just get this right. Here we are talking about <laughs> some of the different areas across the country, uh-huh. the powerhouses of college football. <laughs> and I'm just going to go by the math here. UCLA is 2-0. and Yes, they are. <laughs> USC is already 1-0. We have two teams right here in Southern California <laughs> ranked in the top 16 in the country. You, you're you going to tell me right now there's not a frenzy going on outside? Yeah, because I can see outside. <laughs> and I, I Tell me, people are not marching <laughs> up and down the Coliseum talking about how their powerhouse. Fans. Uh, look, why am I, I kind of, okay, wait, why am I kind of excited that they're both sitting in this I don't ranking? know. I can't, I, I, I can't begin to. Organs 12. Uh-huh. Um, who else is in this top 25? Not from, Washington. Uh, <laughs> not Stanford. No. Utah sitting at number 21. Uh-huh. Go so Utes. you got four teams in the Pac-12 from 11 to 21. What does it mean? Not much. Probably nothing. <laughs> but I want to be excited. I really do. No, I know you do. And and I, I look, 
I admire your plucky little enthusiasm. I really do. I like that you're trying don't say to that, no, no, that don't you're that. trying to admire make your pluck like I'm a little like I'm a dog or something. Well, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it reminds me right now because here's here's the reality of this. UCLA had a really good win against LSU. I am not going to throw cold no, that's water a solid on. one. That's no a really about solid win. win. And if they can avoid the trap to Fresno State that's coming up, yeah. I'll, I'm with you. Well, I, let me just say this: if it if it's not Fresno State with a trap, it's going to be another game this year. I mean, they, but UCLA's specialty, like right, McDonald's makes the Big Mac, right? Burger King makes the Whopper. UCLA face plants after the big win. Then the following week, it's mm-hmm. not down the line; it's the following week. This mm-hmm. is their speciality. That's what mm-hmm. they do. If they can avoid it, I'll get on board with UCLA because Chip Kelly was it because they have an here? impressive win. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. So I, I that UCLA went from unranked to inside the top 16 in two weeks cool thumbs up good for you Bruins don't lose to Fresno State I'm with you on that where I cannot get with you is the SC piece and I I, I know where you're going to go because it's the same argument I have with one of my buddies that Trav USC hasn't been good in 10 years and you're right and you're right but there are a certain group of teams the Yankees the Cowboys the Lakers sure the Dodgers, that were not, hey, good try, fella teams. Hey, you guys don't suck anymore. Woo! It's not that with SC. SC, even though they haven't been good since Reggie Bush and Matt Liner, really, mm-hmm. little Sam Darnold pop, that was nice, but in and out, in season in and out, not really. USC is a team that should never be thrilled with being ranked. They should be thrilled with being ranked high. And being ranked 15th or wherever they are in this pool is not being ranked high. They had a pretty uninspired win oh, over San a, Jose State. They but they won. First game of the season, it can be sloppy. I'm not even going to beat them up too badly mm-hmm. for being 13-7 to in the fourth quarter against San Jose State. It's first game, kind of put it in the trash can, keep it moving. You're going to be hard-pressed getting me fired up about UCL, or excuse me, USC being ranked outside the top 10 when they're USC. Notre Dame, Ohio State, LSU, these teams don't get excited when they're, oh, look, we're back in the rankings. I just can't get there. So here's the reality. Pretty much every season they start in the rankings. That's not unheard of, right? They're in the mix. They're not top five. They're not top seven. The reason they're, they're not top but, three. They're not top 10. But they're usually, you know, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. And then as the season kind of continues – you have disappointing moments, and that's kind of been the case for USC. The, the only thing I'll just I, I, I share with you on this, Trev, I get what you're saying. You're looking at prestigious franchises. Mm-hmm. You're looking at prestigious universities. I'm not saying that you can't have that. You can't look back in the past and say, this is how it should be. But here's the reality. It's not realistic today. It's sure not. it is. Absolutely, it is. Okay, give, why, give me why one, hasn't it happened? Well, it's easy. Clay Hilton sucks. Okay, then. Okay, why hasn't that changed? <laughs> because their priorities have changed. Because let me let's go back to it. Why you said it's unrealistic? Why? Well, no, no. Here, when no, I he, say he, unrealistic, is as of course it's realistic for them to be a top seven, top five, right. top three team in the so country. So why are we? Why are we? When I say it's for unrealistic, what I'm talking about is they haven't given you a track record over X amount of years to make you think that it's going to happen. If the Dodgers have a chance every year to win a World Series over these last nine, ten years mm-hmm. because they have built for you over this regime, over this time, that, hey, this can, no question about it, happen. With the Lakers, Mitch Cup or not Mitch Kupchak, um, Jim Buss was never going to, you never felt like he was going to put the Lakers in a position. To, okay, well, then a couple years, Magic and Rob Palenka, now LeBron there. Now you have this realistic expectation. I'm just saying about USC, 
I have not been sold over the last few years to think it's realistic today. You play in the second biggest city in the country. Oh, I, I get all that. Did did you watch college football this weekend? And every single good quarterback that you saw from Clemson to Georgia to Ohio State to Alabama California. is from Southern California. Yep. Every last one mm-hmm. of them. They're all from here. Mm-hmm. They all grow up here with USC in their backyard. They have a tradition as rich as any other program in the country. So should be. They have unlimited resources to spend. Mm-hmm. They have a historic venue to play in. It's a little outdated, but they did a good job with the renovation. There is no reason that the very best players in this city do not end up at USC, other than the fact that they had the wrong coach and that they've decided that they're okay being Utah instead of being Ohio State. So that's my point. My point is is that what you laid out should be is one thing. Are you doing it or not? Mm -hmm. They're not doing it. But I'm not giving them credit for getting a toe in the water. I'm not going to give them credit for deciding, hey, kind of we're sort of uh, 15th. I don't, I don't obviously, care. Obviously, I'm looking at the the rankings, mm-hmm. and I'm making fun of the fact that I'm excited. The reality is if we're sitting here 10 weeks from now, and SC, and uh, let's say SC is top 10 in the country, I'd be excited about that. I, I think that's – the problem is we're one week in, and we all know that there's going to be bad losses, and like you said – for UCLA, it's okay. Well, when are you going to have that loss after I that? I really win? hope UCLA wins this weekend. I think that 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 would be like the launching point mm-hmm. into having a good season for them. I think that would be. You know what I'm really excited about today? What do you got? That Derek Jeter is finally going to go into the Hall of Fame right. tonight. That's right. And then I don't have to hear about it anymore. That's what I'm really excited about. Why the hate on Jeter? Because I don't get it. I know he's a great player, but so are a lot of other guys that go in. I mean, he's going in the Hall of Fame. I'm not begrudging him his spot in the Hall of Fame. He's great. He won the World Series a bunch of times, Hit got 3,000 hits, all the cool stuff. Derek Jeter does not give me A-Rod. Give me the guy that's a human train wreck, that says crazy things, that runs around with J-Lo and yeah, then posts emo pictures. I'll go ahead and take Jeter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll definitely that's your Jeter. thing. That's Derek Jeter is unseasoned chicken at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I want something Pretty sure that, Jeter's a little I, bit better than that. I want something that may upset my stomach, that may make me regret the decisions I've made. You're all in or you're all out. a little bit too late. I want something that's going to make me jump up and down. We were, we were doing this um, in the pre-show. We were talking about this best player that you've gone out of your way to watch. So here you got some Hall of Famers going. Yeah. Derek Jeter being one of them. If if I you know kind of just trying to think here, players that you would go out of your way to watch. And you know what makes it actually more interesting that they don't play for the team that you root for. You know cuz if I say Oh, well, Kobe. I'd go out of my way to watch Kobe. Really? Well, I would actually watch Eldon Campbell, too, and Nick Van Exel and every different. other player. Like, like I, I, I kind of look at it differently. I'm looking at it as guys that – because it's not just because they're on your favorite team. If Kobe is – Kobe's a great example. Like If Kobe played for the Suns, right, you'd be – I can't stop watching that guy because of the way that he goes about doing it. That's the point. I don't want you to name off a player – off a team that you watch anyways. You know what I mean? Like a team you have no affiliation to that you go out of way to uh, out of your way to watch. That I think's more interesting because you don't think so? No. No. I don't like Patrick Mahomes, right? He's great. I'm not I'm not swimming in the Patrick Mahomes pool every day. Okay. He's he's fantastic. He's super exciting. Let me give you but an I'm example. I'm talking about appointment viewing. I need to watch this guy because he's playing tonight or he's in town tonight. But why does that have to be on but that's that's my point. My point is, I think we're saying the same thing, are we not? What what I'm saying is, 
a player that you used to watch. I'll give you my example. I have no affiliation to USC. No affiliation at all. Mm-hmm. Back in the Reggie Bush days. It's a great example. It's a great example. Why was I getting together with my buddies at 730? That's a great example. In San Diego yeah. for USC to play Fresno State. Why? Because of Reggie Bush. You just hated guys from Helix High School. That's all it is. That's what it was. They're, they're, they're the rival of your Granite Hills Eagles. Yeah, no, listen. <laughs> I played basketball back then. Couple non a couple dirty no, fouls from Helix. Reggie's one of those guys. I, I'd, I'd love to hear who people think about that. 877-710-377. The guy that you would say, whether you he's on your favorite team or not, like, hey, He's playing. Reggie Bush is a great example of watch, that, especially against a bad team like Kobe. I want to watch Kobe play the Toronto Raptors because he might go eighty-one again. Mm-hmm. I, I need to see that. There are, and we, we're spoiled here. There's a million of them here. We could do that. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. The Dodgers, of course, still a game back. Al, there's a number that you need to keep your eye on. I'll tell you what that is next. It is Travis and Slee seven ten ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. A couple of good names here, having our conversation about guys that you had to go see, that you needed to see, some of the best that you've ever seen. And the reason that we kind of got onto it was Derek Jeter's going in the Hall of Fame tonight. Certainly well-deserved. I'm not a Jeter fan, but I'm not crazy. I know I know that he's good. People filled up Yankee Stadium to go see Derek Jeter, right? They weren't necessarily filling it up to go see Bernie Williams or Jorge Posada. Really good players, but they were there to see Jeter, Yeah, right? Who was the guy that you would go to see? That hey, I'm going to Lakers, Dodgers, Angels, SC, whatever. I want to see that guy. Like Reggie Bush is a perfect example. You know what? You know what I, I I love actually. This is one of the things. Um, I remember saying this when LeBron came to the Lakers that I can't wait to see LeBron when the Lakers go to Boston when they go to New York and mm-hmm. he's rocking the purple and gold. There's something about you know whatever your home team is. I mean, this was a more recent one. Otani, right? Otani came to Dodger Stadium. And, you know, we both kind of talked about, like, how cool is this? How cool is this? People are going to go out of their way. Oh, my God, I get a chance to see Shohei Otani. So you don't have to be an Angel fan. You could just be a fan of this individual and say, I have that opportunity to see him when he's in town. In the NBA, I think Steph has that power. When Steph Curry is in town, you want to see Steph. No question. I think KD has this certain... Um, this certain, uh, I guess you could say, power that comes with it. What an unbelievable player. If, if I'm looking at it from an NBA perspective, Steph has it, KD has it, who else in the Le- NBA? LeBron. But LBJ, this is the one thing with LeBron. When Before LeBron came to the Lakers, and let's say LeBron's here on a Christmas game or something along those lines, I mean, just can you imagine what the average ticket sale just changed to? You know, right. that, that's what some of these guys do. But that, that's what I—that's—that's that's who I would pick. All right, let's see what they say. Tustin, I think, and Rick. Rick, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? 
Oh, we lost Rick. Let's try Chris. Chris in L.A. Chris, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, uh, first of all, first and foremost, welcome back, uh, Travis. It's great having you back. Thank you. You know, I, I think you guys, the crazy thing is all of the players I wanted to see, we've been fortunate in L.A. to be able to see them as part of our team. You guys just rattled off a lot of them. And look at Shohei Otani now. So it really, for me, I never had anyone else who I really wanted to stop and watch. And then it hit me. And it happens to be against a rival, and that was Barry Bonds. When he was locked in that Great last, answer. I don't know, that MVP year, I would stop because you rarely would see pitchers walk them because they were afraid if they threw Walk them with the bases strike, loaded, was, which they did. Yeah. It was going out of the park. And baseball, too, is kind of, you know, boring to watch for most people. But to, for me, it was Barry Bonds because you, you had such a great chance of seeing him hit a home run if they just even made a mistake and threw a ball close to the plate. Yeah, Chris, that that's a that that's a really good answer. Um because when Bonds would come in, not only is it a Giants game which you're excited to see, Dodgers Giants and everything that comes along with that, but that dude brought so much juice to oh, the yeah. ballpark. I mean, I swear to God, yeah, I didn't even mean to say it like that. I know. There's just so did. much electricity to the ballpark that you knew when nobody's going to get a beer when Barry Bonds comes to bat. You're not. If you're in line to get your beer, you're getting out of line. You're going to go stand in the concourse to see what he does. And that that that's what Bonds has that some other group. For instance, how about this? You know who I don't think anybody's going to say, and he's one of my all-time favorite players, okay. is Mike Trout. I am enamored with him since he came here. I think that he's on the short list of greatest players of all time. If he can do half of what he did in the first 10 years and the next eight or nine, he's one of the greatest players of all time. He doesn't have to be as good. He just needs to be. But Mike Trout's never really played in a game that matters. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes – I mean, yeah, you can see him rob a home run or hit a home run or go first to third or all the cool stuff that he can do. But if they're playing no, the Mariners a... on a July night and they're both 12 games out of first place, who cares? It doesn't have um, – you know, obviously the, uh, the it won't get the hype. Okay, here's, here's the best example to go kind of against what you just said. This is what makes Mike Trout – the dude isn't playing meaningful games. How about week three, September 26th? Who do the Rams have at SoFi? Tom Brady. Got Tom Brady. Yeah. So that's a perfect example. This will be the first time Tom Brady plays a professional game in Los Angeles. Remember, he hasn't played in L.A. You're right. Right? It'll be the first there time he plays. There wasn't a team here. wasn't a yeah. team here. And then hasn't got a chance to play them yet. And I, I bring this up because... There are going to be so many people that say, okay, listen, maybe they're big-time Rams fans. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're big-time Tampa fans. Maybe they're not. It's just wanting to be in the presence of one of the greatest to ever play. Do you just want to be in the presence of it? Like, for instance, Tom Tom Brady's a perfect example, right, that you could go see Tom Brady, and he could go out there and he could complete 25 of 35 passes and throw a couple of touchdowns. I saw Tom Brady play. And I'm not – Mm-hmm. I'm not writing that off as an experience. I mm-hmm. believe that it is. But would you rather take your chances of going seeing something like that, or would you rather take your chances to go see something like Steph, where there, Steph could go for 50. Steph could make 15 threes. You know what I mean? Like It's just one of those things. Like Brady's going to give you that baseline performance that's lights out. His team's going to be really good. He's not going to make a bunch of mistakes. Yeah. But Tom Brady lighting it up, Eh, maybe, maybe not. Steph Curry's probably going to light it up. It's it's the example of um, it's the example of you know I never got to watch 
Michael Jordan playing a professional game. Mm-hmm. I never got a chance to watch Magic Johnson playing a professional game. Like actually be at an arena when these guys are performing. Tom Brady for me would be I could check that one off. I, I got that. a chance to that. watch Tom Brady, and I've also seen Steph Curry in person, so maybe that, that that's something to do. The correct answer is Magic Johnson, by the way. Every single time you went in there, you're going to see something awesome. Mm-hmm. The Lakers probably going to win, which makes it fun, and he was going to do something but extraordinary. You, but you know what? You said something. You've talked about this because it's come up just randomly. We talk Mike Tyson, right? You always say being at a Mike Tyson event, Yeah, that's just a different – you can't compare it to anything. You well, know, and, and maybe he brought an element that very few athletes do. And you can say you've been to a Mike yeah. Tyson boxing match. I can't say yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I went a to a, a handful of them, but and they were all the same. Like Some of the fights were terrible, some of them were mediocre, and occasionally you might get a good one. But a Mike Tyson fight was always exactly the same thing. For the You had no idea what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And something really terrible might happen. <laughs> like if you, go to, if you go to watch Tom Brady in a few weeks, right, you're going to see a football game. Tom Brady's not going to bite Andrew Whitworth's ear off. Correct. <laughs> but Mike Tyson, just to kind of play off of Tyson earlier in his career, there was always this, he might knock him out in one minute. Yeah. Like there was also the element of boxing that was there. Absolutely. Let's try one more here. Uh, let's go to L.A. and Tim. Tim, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Tim? Hi, Travis and Slee. Uh, Hi, Tim. One of you, I think it was Slee, just a moment ago, mentioned the term being in the presence of. Mm-hmm. When you want to go see someone special. And in 1972, I was at Dodger Stadium the Sunday afternoon. They retired the numbers of Sandy Koufax, Duke Snyder, and Jackie Robinson. Damn. That was the Pretty year damn that good Jackie Robinson there. passed away. And one of my most cherished memories of baseball is thinking that on that day, Jackie Robinson and I were breathing the same air. <laughs> I just felt like I was in his presence. And when you watch video clips of that moment, Robinson with his old white hair uh, getting his number retired, they show a picture of the left field pavilion where I know I was sitting. And I I always say to myself, that is proof that I was there. I could pick myself out amongst these (laughs) 20,000 people. But being in the presence of Jackie Robinson is an experience I will cherish forever. Appreciate the phone call, Tim. Thank you very much. That comes in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What a night. I mean, can you imagine? Is there, is there one right now? Is there an athlete today you haven't seen that is on the top? I got to see this guy before he's all said and done. Is it Tom Brady? I've seen Tom Brady. Oh, you've seen him? Okay. Yeah, I saw him at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when they played the Rams. Um, I'm trying to, I'm sure there are guys out there, the Messies of the world, the, the, uh, who's the other one? The, Cristiano the, the, Ronaldo. The Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. The guys that are at the peak of their powers that I haven't seen, but because soccer doesn't resonate for me like that. No, I have Lewis Hamilton in F1. I, I'd kind of like to see that. That would be pretty good. But no, I, I'm spoiled, man. I've seen, like, there's not an NBA player that I need to see that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen Giannis. I've seen KD and Harden. And I, I've seen all those guys. The NFL, seen them all. Major League Baseball, I've seen them all. So I, it would have to be something out of the U.S. Is there somebody at the top of your list? Is it Brady? Tom Brady, I've seen beat the Chargers a couple of times. So I've seen <laughs> that one. That one's happened firsthand. Um, I think there's something about being in a you know some type of stadium, and it's Cristiano Ronaldo, or it's or it's 
Messi, yeah. and you got a hundred thousand fans going crazy. So I, I think I'd take one of those soccer matches. Yeah, it's probably the yeah. right answer. I want to go to an F one race too, basically because I just want to pretend told to be me, a didn't, rich. Didn't person. you tell me to watch that Drive doc- to Survive? It's incredible. I watched like an episode. Yeah, got to yeah. be honest, it was overrated. You, I mean, you're missing out. You, Emily, if you want to the guy promoted fun, it as if it was as if I was going to watch the Last Dance. It's not Michael Jordan. You already knew that story. How about trying something new? See, here we go. This is baked chicken at 3 o'clock all over again. I'll take the same thing I've taken every other day. Michael Jordan, yeah, guess what? He makes that shot against Brian Russell. Guess what? Scotty Pippen still takes himself out of that game. I was watching the last dance like, oh, God, play some defense here. We're going to put ice in your water. We're going to start simple. Watch out. Jordan's coming on the (laughs) sideline. All right. Dave Roberts is still... Dave Robertsing it up. There was a Dodgers won last night. Pretty easy peasy. There's a big don't question find a Dave Roberts moment. I don't from- need to find it. It's sitting right there. I'll tell you what it is next. Travis and Slee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Help me out <laughs> That's here. It's a jam right here. It's a classic. Who is it? It's not genuine, is it? Can I talk to you? Okay, I'm never going <laughs> to sing again. I will never sing That's again. That's the perfect introduction yeah. to fact or cap. All right, guys. Up first, you would rather go to a game at SoFi over a September Dodgers game. Travis, fact or cap? For me, that's cap. The SoFi is amazing. SoFi is something that everyone should go see. Yeah. But for me, Dodger Stadium is number one, number two, number three, number four, number five on my list. It is it is my favorite venue here in town. It is my favorite venue I've ever been to anywhere. Playing featuring my favorite team in September with big games on the line. Can't beat it. That's an easy one. I'm gonna go fact. SoFi Stadium. Thing just opened. They spent five billion dollars on it. Which We've got a chance to go to. Maybe I'd have done a couple things different. No. <laughs> Keep saying that every time. It's okay. Like, like, My favorite line was, eh, it's all right. There's, you know, I don't know. Literally, a couple, we're couple walking of into things. arguably the greatest sports design ever. And I just kept looking at you like, I don't know if I would have done that specific seating that way. <laughs> um, but I think there's something to, you know, we talk about, we were just talking about athletes and presence. We were talking about just kind of getting a chance to see greatness. I know you're going to get plenty. There's something special about a meaningful game in September, Dodger Stadium. Maybe you're playing the Padres. Maybe it's Blake Snell on the mound versus Max Scherzer. Maybe it's one of those games, right? But I think this SoFi first year just opening, fans in the, as in fans for the first year, 
that to me has a nostalgia to it that uh, that that oversees it for a very short period of time. You have to see it if you are a resident of this city and you get an opportunity. No matter whether it's a concert, Rams, yeah. Chargers, whatever, you, you need to get inside there because it is extraordinary. But one or the other, I'm going to Dodger Stadium. Madden is the best sports video game ever. Alan, factor cap. This is actually a tough one. There's some good ones out there, and I got Madden second, so I'm going to go cap. I don't know what it was. FIFA back in the day. Yeah. Used to play FIFA like... My uh, kids love that one. That's a that's a good one. But I don't even know popularity-wise. I don't know if FIFA is the most popular. I have no idea. Nah, it's got to be just as like... You're talking about units sold or revenue created. It's got to be that. Madden by a mile, right? In the States? Yeah, well, it's true. Right? That's but true. internationally, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be FIFA. Yeah, you might uh, be For right. some reason, I used to always pick France, play international play, and you Henri... You want to be Zidane or no, Zidane? Or? Henri was my guy. Oh. <laughs> Henri was my guy. I never knew if he was... Henry Henri Theory or Theory Henry or like there was a Henry in there and I never knew because with soccer guys could be first name could be last it's like Ichiro you never know what we're doing here so I was always confused by that I'll go I'll go cap Madden's not the greatest it's the second greatest Tiger Woods PGA Tour Mm -hmm. Golf 1999 I think was the it's I'm not a video game guy at all Mm -hmm. that's one of the few video games that I ever kind of got invested in and I I got to you know pretend I had the little red shirt and the little red or black nike hat so i'm gonna go uh that's cap because i'm gonna go tiger woods video game because it's really the only video game i know is uh is mike tyson knockout is that uh anywhere oh, in that list well so okay but if we're going like old school oh, like console games yeah, we go anything oh oh then i'd like to change my answer please it's still cap but i want to change nba jams Back in the day, where you you know he's, he's on, on fire, fire. <laughs> and you would shin the the, 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 the net, net would just would start burning, burn up. That was you couldn't beat that. Once John Stockton got hot in yeah. NBA jams, that was a wrap. You're making anything I, I and love everything that. out of all the players out there. You just get the ball to Stockton. Really hard to beat that team because this. Okay, you want to go deep? We can yeah. go deep. Yeah, let's go. By the way, Tecmo Bowl also a great game. Mm-hmm. Be be the Raiders. Bo Jackson. You could just run circles around everybody. No, we could ever get him. But. The Jordan one, at least the one that I remember playing, Scotty yeah. Pippen was his teammate, but Scotty wasn't Scotty yet. He was still kind of, oh, yeah, that Pippen guy's pretty good. Stockton and Malone were like 9.9s out of 10. Both of those guys were dominant, always played the Jazz in that game. All right. Matthew Stafford will throw for 6,000 yards this year. Travis, is this factor cap? Gosh, I want it to be a fact. Um,. Cap. That is a ton of yards. Uh, just an absolute ton of yards. I don't think anybody's going to do that. Um, I think he's going to have a great season. I think he's the reason they will be better than they have been at any point during the Sean McVay area, which is saying something considering they went to the Super Bowl. But 6,000 yards, isn't that, that's like averaging 45 points a game. In the, that's an extraordinary accomplishment. I, I'll go cap as well, but I do think there's something to that. They're going to throw a ton. And, and listen, Cam Akers, that injury... I, listen, yes, you should have a balanced attack. That is, um, you know, obviously what the Rams will try to build. But he's going to get plenty of opportunities. He's going to have the opportunity to fling the ball all over the field. If the conversation has always been about McVay and, hey, uh, Jared Goff has kind of held McVay back from an offensive play call perspective, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Here's the problem. If he does throw for 6,000 yards, that's not good. That means that they're chasing constantly. True. You know what I mean? Like you're they, down they, they, you're, you're down. Three. You got to throw for 400 yards a game to win, and you're trying to chase points. Hopefully, or they're just balling. It could be. Uh, look, yeah. that that's the better of the two scenarios, but I, I don't think he gets there. Bobblehead is the best stadium giveaway. 
Alan, is this factor cap? Um, I'm going to go cap. Okay, let me kind of explain my reason. By the way, growing up in San Diego, I don't know what it was, but if Marshall Falk did not have a bauble night for every sporting event there, I think they had – here's what happened, Trav. Going to an Aztec game, I think they had a Marshall Falk night uh-huh. like 10 years earlier, and they still had more left. <laughs> so they were just using them every home game. Like door stoppers? <laughs> every, home, every home game. Like I was waiting – I was waiting for it to be on my windshield on my car when I got back to the You order a popcorn and a Coke, you get a complimentary Marshall Falk bobblehead? Is that kind of what it was like? I'm not kidding. I used to joke around with my buddies. I'm like, is it just me or every time we step foot at Qualcomm Stadium, you walk away with a Marshall Falk bobblehead? Okay? (laughs) That's so funny. So out of all the giveaways that there are, you know, you'd get a LaDainian Tomlinson one. That's Uh awesome. You get a Trevor Hop. You know, like there, there are certain ones that there were. But I'll say this. Why do I love those freaking beach towels that they those used to give too. away? You're, you're cl- so bobbleheads are great. <laughs> beach towel is great. Bergman can help me out here as a Dodger. There, there are two Dodger promos that I would have run over my grandmother to attend. They were, they were my favorite. Number one, batting glove night. It was the mm. cheesiest little no, thing. No, that's good. Little Velcro strap. Nothing wrong with that. Even worse, it had a piece of elastic on the wrist, so it just kind of hang there as like an oven mitt. It was a piece of junk, but I loved it. And then the other one, and I don't think they still do this anymore, unfortunately, batting helmet night. Remember that little, that, that cheesy, you know the thing you eat your Sunday. I, I was just going to say now what they do yeah, they is say, we're not going to give it away. It. Go pay $19 for one of those, and then you could have it. I want the one with the little brown crown inside that you could adjust. I loved mm. batting helmet night. Bobbleheads are top two or three for sure, but uh, give it's me a, the It's uh, a solid one. Night. I still don't know why a freaking beach oh, towel. So for sure. I'm like, this... This might be the greatest thing ever. And you, it, it was like the holy grail. It was like a, a, a historic tapestry. It doesn't even dry you when you're you know, wet. Like you it use it nothing. once and all the, fa- all the color <laughs> is on the bathroom floor. You can't put it through the wash. It comes out the size of a washcloth. The entire thing is a disaster. Oh, that's but good. man, it felt good to get it. All right. Keanu's got another movie out. Oh, and yeah, it's going to go right. quickly Keanu on the short list of worst sequels ever. We'll break it all down for you. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. So, The Matrix. Yeah. Fan? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool movie. Yeah. Unique. Great movie. Right? One of those things that when you saw The Matrix the first time, you're like, I've never seen anything like this. This is really cool. It's when you start questioning the world. Yeah. Well, maybe we're living in it right now. Mm -hmm. Matrix 2. Arguably the second best movie I've seen. (laughs) Not so good, right? No. Matrix 3? I have actually. Let me, let nor me, have let, I. Let me tell you something. I had never watched Matrix two, and I never saw Matrix three. You never saw. Okay, so no. I did see the mate the second Matrix. Mm-hmm. Not very good. Okay, not very good. The third Matrix because the second one was bad. I tapped the mat on and was out right there. As far as the other ones go, Matrix four is coming out. We're gonna get Keanu Reeves in the Matrix four. You ready for that? You know what I clown on every. It seems like every single year is when it's Fast and Furious, right? Okay. I clown on it. Like, come on. What do you They're mean? They're on you're like gonna... number 10 or 12, right? I think they just did nine. <laughs> and then you see their box office sales. Mother what they're monster. still making. Monster. And I'm like, you know, they're laughing all the way to the bank. People, it's, it's, I think it has a big international following as well. Well, there's no dialogue. It's just car chases and just shooting. Car chases. 
So I sit here and I laugh at it, and, and here we are talking about Matrix 4, <laughs> and I haven't seen 2 and 3. Right. Box office? Like, will it make money? I mean, if Keanu's in it, people will go see it, I think. Right? But this brings me to the important question of the day. Yeah. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. The worst sequel, sequel. To, a good, to a good movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Because presumably you've made a good movie. You want to make a second one. You want to cash in. Right on down the line. There's an easy answer to this question. And I'm daring anybody to talk me off of this. The, because the original is a classic that I think the vast majority of people like. Mm-hmm. And the second one is not only one of the worst sequels ever, it's widely considered one of the worst movies ever made. You ready? Yes. Caddyshack to Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack has... I never saw two. Bill Murray mm-hmm. and Ted Knight mm-hmm. and Rodney Dangerfield and Chevy Chase and all these incredibly heavy hitters of the era. Yeah. The second one had Jackie Mason and Jonathan Silverman. And it turned it into a miniature golf course. How'd that get approved? I don't know. And it's it is so. Have, let me ask you guys this: Have any Emily and and Taylor and Greg have any of you even seen Caddyshack two? Didn't know there was a second one. There yeah, you go. I, I've not seen it. There you go, Greg. I can't see your hand. You was yeah, Greg has seen it. Greg you has have seen it. Seen it. Yeah. Emily, I don't know if she, she's on the phone. So yeah. Greg texted me that it is one of the greatest films he's ever seen. Do you have one at the top of the list? Okay, so Godfather 1, amazing. It's right. Dan Aykroyd wasn't it. He's terrible in it. Godfather 1, amazing. Yes. Godfather 2. Really good. Pretty damn good. Really good. Godfather 3, there's a big drop-off. So I don't know if you mean by sequel, I can't go like a couple movies in. Uh-huh. No, that's fine. That but works. I'll go a couple in. Godfather 3. Okay, here's another one. Um, uh, let me think of the... Why am I drawing a blank on the name? I don't know. I'm so drawing a blank on the Let name. me take a phone call in the meantime, because yeah, there are oh, other uh, suggestions. Hangover. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hangover <laughs> 1 was great. It was too much of uh, Les, uh, Leslie Part Chow. Part 2, no. Too much. Like, too yeah. much. Once, fine, that's good enough. But after that, there was a, a little too much of that. Let's go to Oxnard and Brian. Brian, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, yeah, I agree with everything you guys are saying. One movie in particular that I'm a huge fan of growing up in my childhood is... The classic uh, original Dumb and Dumber. It was amazing still to this day. Of course. I'm 30 year old. Man, I say a lot of those quotes daily and with my wife, joke around about it. But they made a remake of it, not a remake, but a sequel of it uh, with Jim Carrey and the other dude. Uh, and I think it came out like six, seven years ago, I believe. I'm not sure on the exact time span it came out, but I went there opening night to watch it. Was so stoked, hoping that it can live <laughs> up to the 1994 version of it, the original one that's a classic. And man, it was just trash. It was horrible. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but it was just bad. And I was never have I been more disappointed in a remake of any movie or a sequel or anything like that. But I think the gap span was like 20 years or like it was a long time. It was it was a long time. Long gap that mm-hmm. I think it was too much to recover on to try to rekindle that kind of humor in a way, I guess. But I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but it's bad. It, no, I, I have not had the pleasure. Thank you, Brian. But, Slee, that's one of those things. Because, like Brian said, uh, the original Dumb and Dumber was great as a, as a gross-out comedy. Really funny. but Classic. Funny. funny. Uh-huh. And then, all of a sudden, 20 years go by, and they trade. It's like, no, 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 we're not doing that again. And universally terrible. Okay, how about ones that, that hit it? Sequels? Yeah. I like the bad ones. Let's talk about the bad ones. Like, for instance, Francis and Glendale, Anchorman 2. 
Anchorman, great Will Ferrell movie. Again, Steve Carell. I could find worse sequels in Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2 is not at the worst, but Mm -hmm. compared to the original, it was basically the same movie again and not nearly as funny. I got one. Hit me. Did you guys see uh, Zoolander 2? No. Yeah, I did. Zoolander Zoolander was good. Zoolander was great. The second (laughs) one, awful. That bad. Yeah. Awful. Is it? Does it have Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson? Yeah. Yep. Same cast. They do a bunch of cameos. Just not good. Awful. Let's try another one. Silver it, it Lake. Is, it is a. It's definitely a kind of cash in type of thing. Let's just cash in on this. Brendan in Silver Lake. Brendan, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey man, I got a pretty off the wall one. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, this one debuted in 1988. Had a little lull and then a resurgence. Uh, the Charlotte Hornet. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Got, you know, little path, but the Charlotte Hornet, the two, uh, take me back to Larry Johnson, Alonzo Morning. <laughs> That's thank you, Brennan. Clever. It's not bad. I like that. Some uh, coming to America two votes on Twitter. Victor C, did you okay, see wait. that? Here's when coming to America two. Uh-huh. I never saw it, and I tell you why I didn't see it. I didn't want to see it. We just talked about Dumb and Dumber. How uh-huh. much? How much time in between? Trav, I, I kind of knew it wasn't going to be good. A lot of people, I felt like a lot of people, you know, their their interpretation of it is, why did you even make this again? They probably cash in as well. <laughs> how are you gonna How are you gonna top coming to America twenty something years later, it, or even be on par with it? it? It here's the problem with coming to America, the second one. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. The coming to America is a masterpiece. The original mm-hmm. is a masterpiece that we still talk about McDowell's. It's still a reference that people yes. understand. You, yes. <laughs> you know, sexual chocolate is yeah. still, you hear it, you know what it is. The second one was just kind of rehashing those old beats along the way. I like this. This is from Buck is Woke. I saw Caddyshack 2 before I saw Caddyshack. Does that mean I had the worst childhood ever? <laughs> Maybe. No, you just go watch Caddyshack. Oh, my goodness. Go get bad. the original in. I'm worried about Dave Roberts. I am. I'm worried about Dave Roberts. So you found something in yesterday's game to go at Dave Roberts. Not go at. It's not a go at because it didn't cost him the game. Mm-hmm. They, they The game didn't come unglued because of it. They were fine. They won the game comfortably 7-2, to five home. I think they had four home runs yesterday. JT had a couple. Why are we doing off days that aren't really off days in the middle of September in a pennant race when you're down by one game? Because I understand, like Max Muncy needs a night off. He's not. He's a little cold right now. Albert Pujols, hometown hero, bring him back. Give him yep. a moment. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts needs a night off. Eh, all right. I don't love it because we need Mookie in the lineup, but that's fine. If, he, if this is what the docs are saying, if this is what his body is sure, saying, sure. let's give Mookie a night off. He played three innings and had two at bats and came into the game later. We either either play him or don't play him. What are we doing here? I think there's so many times we don't have enough context of what's going on that I, I think, you know, I, I can't sit here in front of Dave Roberts or hop into Dave Roberts' mind and try to tell you why Mookie had the day off and then didn't have the day off. But, Trev, doesn't it feel like with Dave Roberts we're always kind of finding something, trying to find something to complain about, trying to find something to go at Dave Roberts with? I, I do feel that way. I, I genuinely do. And, and – I say that because I'm not here trying to give free passes to anybody, but damn, do we find something to go at Dave Roberts about? It seems like every other day. It's PTSD. It, it's it's the, the stress of having been through really weird decisions before. When you see him again, you're instantly taken back to that time where why 
is Clayton Kershaw left in the game to face Juan Soto after Anthony Rendon just touched him up? And then before you've even got a chance to process it, the ball's in the right field stands again. It's true. But why Why do you leave you Darvish out there to get his head kicked yes. in in Game 7 yes. when Clayton Kershaw's available to pick? It just brings back all of these memories all over again. So I get that part, but we are in today, and they are coming off a World Series, and they are one game out from... You know, obviously first place with everything else that's kind of unfolded over the last, uh, um, you know, you could say the the last couple of months of the season or whatever the case is. But I just feel like he gets brought up a lot. It's almost kind of like we were talking about yesterday. We were hitting on Bellinger that we just find ways to go at Bellinger. I feel like we find ways to go at Dave Roberts. Oh, Al, stop. Well, the Bellinger part stop. is fine, but you, we do find ways to go at Dave Roberts. <laughs> yeah, well, the, perhaps, but the Bellinger, I don't need to find a reason to go at a guy batting a dollar sixty-two. <laughs> that's that's right. No, there he's been awful. <laughs> one six two. What'd you say he batted? You know how many hits he has this in month? September? Zero. No. We have the Zero hits in September. They that's got an RBI yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, give him that RBI yesterday. One sixty two. His batting average fell three more points yesterday. That's what's going on. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. We've got phone calls that I want to get to. The Twitter is blowing up right now, Slee, with bad movie sequels. There are far more of them than you and I could remember. They're helping us out there. At Alan Slee, at Travis Rogers. More on the Dodgers. And I'm going to give you another reason to go with Dave because they exist and I'm worried about it. Plus, why does LeBron get beat up the way he does? It's totally unique to LeBron James. It's all straight ahead. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.